0: This is Stacey Hillier, and you are listening to The Prophetic Collective Podcast. Well, welcome back to another little mini episode where I share some things God's been showing me And speaking to me about this one today is fresh, fresh, fresh. So recently, just a few weeks ago, I had the privilege of going with my friends, Pastor Corey and Simone, as well as our youth pastor, Thomas, and our global prayer pastor, Aaron, to the United States. And it was a trip of a lifetime, life-changing, actually. In fact, it felt like the pivot point of the midway point of my life which I feel so old saying that, but that's reality. So, you know, there it is. (laughs) And so we flew into San Francisco where we got to visit our location pastors who moved over there about three months ago, who were just getting established with their two little boys. So that's Don and Hannah Osborne and their beautiful boys, Zephaniah and Oliver. We got to see the house they're settled in, where is going to school, um, just the local area of San Francisco, and to go and pray about possible locations for the church, plant to get to know some other pastors and leaders in the city. And so our group was actually staying right in the city, in downtown San Francisco, and beautiful city, and everything that I share today, I want you to hear through a prophetic filter and on the foundation of the fact that Jesus loves San Francisco, and Jesus has a plan for San Francisco, and I get excited talking about this because I'm beginning to see a glimpse of how God is going to redeem that city. So when I share some of what I share today, I want you to hear in the facts that I'm sharing, my love for the city, Jesus' love for his sons and daughters in that city, And some of what I describe could be overwhelming. It was to me for moments. And yet when I received God's heart for this city, I just was filled with excitement. And really, I want to invite you to pray with me today for the city of San Francisco and for my friends, Pastor Don and Hannah, for every other church planter in that beautiful city, St. Francis, San Francisco, where God has a redemption plan. So here we are staying in the inner city at a hotel and at night to come home or even throughout the day, we were very close to a particular street that is known as the place where drug taking and drug scoring is not only not people are not arrested, but just a very prominent street where many drug addicts are. we were driving home from dinner one night or from an excursion one day and coming back and I was overcome as I looked down this street by literally hundreds, hundreds, hundreds people, hundreds of people who were bent over from the waist, just bent over. It was the oddest thing and to give you a bit of an insight into my head, sometimes I the spiritual realm is so vivid to me at times that I don't know if I'm seeing in the spiritual or the natural realm at times. So I said to everybody else in the car, oh my goodness, look at all those people bent half over. Just imagine bent over from the hips, the waist, just completely bent over with a flat back and just holding that posture. Hundreds of them. It was so odd. I'm saying to everyone, are you seeing this? And they kind of missed it. And so at that point, I was like, Am I seeing this in the spirit or am I seeing this in the natural? But it felt very significant. And we'd actually spent that day on the top of Mount Davidson, which is the highest point in San Francisco, praying. And we prayed at the foot of this enormous cross. Angels entered the scene. It was just epic. And then we also actually prayed on a satanic site where we just redeemed that land for Jesus and and did away with some of the things they were clearly using for some of the things that they do in part of their worship. So it had been a really spiritually intense day, And then I see this and I didn't know if it was natural or spiritual, but I knew it was significant. And so I kind of tucked that away in my heart and the fact that nobody else saw it was odd to me. So that night as I lay alone in my hotel room, I just prayed. By the way, that's not sound effects. If you can hear some scratching in the background, that's my puppy. That's Leo. (laughs) That's reality. So I just knew that it was significant. So I'm laying in my bed that night praying, Lord, If this is something you want me to see or pay attention to, then would you show me again and confirm this? And I really felt like I was in San Francisco for some prayer keys for strongholds in the city. And that's something I always want to be about. Lord, show us what the strongholds are in the city so that we can take them down because we don't wage warfare with flesh and blood. We're waging powers and principalities and we've been given spiritual weapons. There's no point fighting in the natural. So I want, I was really asking for spiritual insight to the strongholds in that region and that city felt like this was part of the answer sure enough we go out the next day this time in broad daylight pastor Corey is sitting in the front and he says oh stace is that what you were talking about right beside our car are people bent over from the waist so at this point i know okay now i'm actually seeing this in the natural not the spiritual i said yes that's exactly what i'm talking about so just all these people clearly drug affected bent over from the waist And we began to see them everywhere. That afternoon I went for a walk. It was my first time in the United States. I wanted to go to an American Target. So everybody else went back to their hotel room to rest. I went out for a bit of exercise and a bit of exploring. I wanted to go to a Walgreens. I wanted to go to Target. I know, just all the things. So they all go back to their rooms. I head out for a walk. Sure enough, I see something that's etched in my memory. It brought me to tears in the moment was a man bent over from the waist, completely out of it on drugs, with his dog laying at his feet crying. And it was so disturbing because I began to see the effect of this stronghold on the city, these people bent over from the waist. And as I spent time with Don and Hannah that night, just asked them what is this drug issue and what's happening on this street, and he shared that fentanyl is a drug that's been coming in from another place and has become an absolute epidemic across the city of San Francisco. And for those who don't know, fentanyl is the most common anesthetic that is used to perform surgeries. So it literally numbs the emotions, it numbs the body, it numbs all sense of feeling. And this has become the current addiction in the city of San Francisco. So, I say, look, is normally a symptom of that, people bending over from the waist? He's like, no, what are you talking about? So that night when I get back to the hotel room, and I know God's speaking. And sometimes when you're receiving prophetic insight, it's like a bunch of puzzle pieces that don't feel like they all fit together yet. But I've learned if you just keep collecting the puzzle pieces, Be faithful to write them down that eventually you'll get a picture. You'll understand what the Lord is trying to say. Sometimes other people will contribute puzzle pieces. All good. So I was just collecting puzzle pieces. So I started Googling, is a common side effect of fentanyl? People bending over from the waist. And there was nothing. There was nothing online that this is a common side effect. So again, I felt like God was really speaking because I'm talking hundreds of people down a street in this posture. It was so overwhelming. So I go to sleep praying and thinking about this. I wake the next morning with this urgency to go to Luke 13. Just in my spirit, I need to go to Luke 13. So I open up Luke 13 and I'm going to read you what I read that morning in the heart of San Francisco. Now he, Jesus, was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. This is Luke 13, verse 10. And behold, there was a woman who had a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and she glorified God. Now, firstly, wow, God, you're incredible the way you deposit things in our spirit. Clearly, I've read the scripture before, but this was like, you need to read Luke 13 now. I didn't remember this was what was in Luke 13, but this was another puzzle piece. So a few things I really felt stood out from the passage were a disabling spirit, 18 years, and that when Jesus called to her over, he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. So I underlined in my Bible, disabling spirit, 18 years, laid his hands on her, immediately made straight, glorified God. I go down to breakfast. Thomas and Aaron are there, and I start sharing this because I've been processing some of this with them on our car rides like these people bent over God's saying something I can't put it all together you know just being me and being normal and processing things with people so I share with them God led me to this scripture this morning listen to what it says I'm reading them the scripture at breakfast and Thomas opens up logos on his phone and he goes to the word disabling spirit I kid you not, guess what the root word for disabling spirit is, is the same root word where we get our word anesthesia. So in other words, behold, there was a woman who had a disabling spirit, an anesthetic numbing spirit. Fentanyl is an anesthetic. Whoa, God, wow. I'm getting so excited for 18 years. So I'm sitting there mind blown at the table at how wild God is and that he is speaking and getting so excited that he's speaking. So then Aaron says, I wonder what happened in San Francisco 18 years ago. I'm like, I know we need to find out what happened 18 years ago. So we figure out that's 2004. I do a quick Google search. Look what comes up. In San Francisco in 2004, the first same-sex weddings took place between Feb 12th On March 11, after San Francisco Mayor Gavin Newsom directed the city-county clerk to issue marriage licences to same-sex couples for the first time. California Attorney General Bill Lockyer and a number of interest groups sued to end the practice. About 4,000 such licenses were issued before the California Supreme Court ordered a halt to the practice on March 11. On August 12, 2004, the California Supreme Court voided all of the license that had been issued in February and March. The legal dispute over the issuance of marriage licenses to same-sex couples led to the 2008 in remarriage marriage cases ruling by the California Supreme Court, which legalized same-sex marriage in California. So in 2004, the first ever same-sex weddings took place in the city of San Francisco. That was 18 years ago. And this city had been under a disabling spirit, an anesthetic spirit for 18 years. Could it be that An idol of what one wants, what one thinks is going to bring ultimate happiness. I can do whatever I want in one of the most prominent LGBTQI communities on the planet, San Francisco, who set up this idol of sexuality and this idol of anti-biblical relationships. and, And please hear grace and mercy in what I'm saying right now. But that is biblical truth, who set it up as an idol and thought if we can get that everything will make us happy, that it actually disabled them because there is only one God who can bring true fulfillment and contentment. And so in the process of their own wants and desires and needs and brokenness being set up as an idol, they now need to numb their sense of disappointment and loss because it did not fill the void that every single human being is born with a void that only God can fill. Hey listeners, did you know that Stacy also has a guided prayers podcast? Contemplative prayer is a biblical and rich practice that helps us to step out of the hustle and to silence the noise to hear God's voice and to let His Word dwell richly in us, transforming us from the inside out. With a new guided prayer released monthly, you too can discover the rich treasures of contemplative Christian practices. Find it wherever you listen to your podcasts by searching for Guided Prayers with Stacey Hillier. Now, back to Stace. And so for 18 years, this city has been bent over under a disabling spirit, numbing themselves emotionally and physically so they don't feel the pain of their choices and of their bondage and of the strongholds that are ruling their life. Wow, God was giving insight into a stronghold. And so as I looked at this, And Jesus laid his hands on this woman and immediately she was made straight and she glorified God. And so I was able to share this with our location pastors and say, God's going to give you specific insight for what it looks like to lay your hands on this city in the spiritual and in the natural realm. And as you do so with this stronghold in mind, people will be made straight and they will glorify God. This city, St. Francis, will once again glorify God. But first, she must straighten up. And so as um, we began to pray, you know, we were standing on the top of a mountain and I'm declaring San Francisco, stand up straight, stand up in Jesus name, disabling spirit, anesthetic, numbing emotions be broken in Jesus name for a return to biblical truth in relationships so that people can come alive again and stand up straight. Now I'm getting my preach on, but I can't help it because it's so good. When God reveals the heart and the root of an issue, so we don't just have to deal with the fruit. And this is what prophetic insight can do, this is what processing in community can do. And that's what happened for us in San Francisco. I had previously to going to America, had a vision in which God burned a golden key into my hand. It didn't hurt, but it was significant in this encounter. He took a golden key and he burned it in the palm of my hand. And I said to Jesus, what is this key? And he said to me, it's a key to America. Now, I'm going to be really transparent and honest here. I was like, wow, God's going to open up platforms to me to preach in America. (laughs) Isn't that so carnal? Instead, what was God doing? He was putting a key in my hand that when I landed in San Francisco, he would show me, so that I could serve our location past as well, a key to a stronghold that could literally change that city. Now, I'm not going to make any political statements here. Because for anybody who's listening, perhaps you're a pastor or a leader in San Francisco. And if you know a pastor or a leader or someone with this city on their heart, please share this with them. I love the city of San Francisco. Jesus loves the sons and daughters of San Francisco. For 18 years, they have been bent over under a disabling spirit that Jesus can set them free from in a moment. And we have set up all kinds of cultural idols and San Francisco celebrates this idol of same-sex relationship. I can do whatever I want. I can live anti-Bible and still be happy, but it's a lie and it's a falsehood. And so I'm believing that for every leader and pastor who listens to this, that the Lord is taking that key that he burned into my hand and he's giving you prayer strategy and practical strategy. This is a spiritual stronghold, but there are things you can do in both the spirit realm and the natural realm to out of compassion. Jesus only ever operated and healed out of compassion, not out of judgment, but out of compassion to lay our hands on that city and say, stand up in Jesus' name, and then to see that city once again glorify God. Would you pray with me now for San Francisco? Lord Jesus, I am asking that you redeem the city of San Francisco to every person who right now is putting drugs into their body to numb themselves from the pain of their choices and life to numb themselves from disappointment and from the pain of relationships and life oh lord jesus come as their savior i pray for every pastor and leader and christian in the city of san francisco burn into their palms burn into their hearts your desire for this city that you would touch them through compassion and they would stand up as they return to biblical truth. It's a big mountain we're looking at, Lord, but we're not overwhelmed because how much greater is our God? And because you promised us in your word, if we could have faith just the size of a mustard seed, we could speak to a mountain and it would move. I have faith the size of a mustard seed. I join it with every listener. I speak to this mountain in San Francisco, this disabling spirit that has been given a doorway through the worship of self and the idolatry of self and our own freedom and our own truth, I speak to that mountain and I say, move in Jesus' name. And I call and I loose a return to the truth of God's scriptures, to the truth of God's plan and intention for relationships. We say we're done with seeing the enemy rip off the sons and daughters of san francisco lord where there's been a mass exodus of tens of thousands of people moving out of that city in the last two years oh god would you do a work in that city san francisco stand up in jesus name disabling spirit i Bind you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I am asking cartels and drug mules of the drug fentanyl, cut it off in Jesus' name. I pray for every person who lines that street bent over broken under the weight of their sin. Holy Spirit, Jesus, would you go to them and would you send your sons and daughters to minister out of compassion to your sons and daughters who you love so much? Lord, I pray for Pastor Don and Hannah, Zephaniah and Oliver and Amy who's just landed there. God, I pray burn this key into their heart. Burn this key into their palm. I pray strengthen them, every church leader in that city strengthen them Lord Jesus put the wind of the spirit at their back fill them with courage fill them with wisdom and revelation fill them with insight I pray for every person who's involved with pray for the bay in San Francisco fill them with insight continue to reveal strongholds to them continue to give them keys to redeem this city and we finish by focusing coming up here what you see over that city you see potential you see glory You see sons and daughters who've once been bent over, standing up straight with arms raised, glorifying you. We believe for it. We see it with you. And we will not stop praying till the day it is reality. Redeem that city. Redeem your people. Save your people. And show us how to play our part. Show us what it looks like to lay hands on people in the natural and the spiritual in that city. Give practical strategies. And I thank you you hear this prayer and you're answering. I thank you you rule and you reign and you are kind and you are good and you are loving. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that got real. Uh, But I pray that you also have fallen in love with the city of San Francisco and God's intention for it and that you'll continue to pray this vision alongside of many of us who are now praying this way. Isn't God so good? So there you go, another mini episode of something God's been speaking in the beautiful city of San Francisco. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.